Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi guys, this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Aggie, how's your back doing? My back fucking hurts, man. Oh my God. But you know what helps? What? The trampoline. Oh my God. That's one of the few things that I've been able to do because I threw my back out or some fucking shit happened. I don't know what, but like I hurt my back and I can't sit. I can't do anything. I'm like going insane, but the soft bouncy fucking trampoline just getting on that and just like gently bouncing up and down has been helping that's so nice it's very nice i'm glad that i took a goop recommendation yeah it's better than giving living... the, the sacklers any more money and getting well that's some... what they're all about right give it to just you know jeff bezos sure give, give it to it bezos to instead. instead i did uh... buy it off amazon but you know uh well i'm glad you're sort of feeling better you're feeling a little bit better or I mean, it's like a little bit better yeah, than yeah. it was. And you're um, doing Advil? I'm like pounding, pounding Advil. Yeah. That, oh God, that sucks. Back pain is really the worst. It's so bad. And because the only people who can do anything about it are chiropractors who I think are, who I'm afraid of anyway. Are you going to go to one? No, no, no. I am, I'm also like very scared of going to a chiropractor. I've never been to one and I don't plan on it. But the people that love them, it's like life changing for them. I know. But then there are also people who like get fucked up no so it's just like it's not worth it i guess i would think about going to one if there was if i had like a good friend who highly recommended a specific person like i have family members that have chiropractors that they're like obsessed oh, with yeah. that they've been going to for years but i also um i would also go if like my back pain became like debilitating and i couldn't think of anything else to do i mean that's why people always turn yeah. to alternative medicine is because like the pain is excruciating or whatever their problem is they can't find yeah. another solution for it uh i also got an injury this week what was that i was doing yoga in my um office in the morning and i thought i was doing like it was i was i was really into it it was like a vinyasa power class on you know youtube and then at the end, they're like, oh, let's do handstands. And I hadn't done a handstand in a long time, like a long time. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm sure I can do this. And I did not have the upper body strength. And I just like landed on my head and my... You like, landed on your neck? Yeah, oh my, my neck. It, it really hurt for... It's like a little better now. The pain has traveled down sort of to my shoulder blade now. But it was one of those things that when it happened, I was like, oh, this is... Because it hurt, but it wasn't that bad. I was like, oh, this is either going to get better or this is going to get much, much worse. Yeah. Uh, but it's slowly getting better. 
Well, that's good. Doing yoga by yourself could be dangerous if you go too far. Yeah, I prefer to be with a class, but sometimes that's not an option. I know. Well, and it's the, I mean, it's the time thing. Like I think I've said before on this podcast, like having, you know, a half hour or 45 minutes at your, at home is a lot different than going to a class and you're going to spend at least an hour and a half and probably more than that with driving and everything. Driving, come home, shower, change. It's like two hour, a two hour commitment. And people do it every, I don't know how people do it every day. I don't know how people do anything every day. It's, there's not enough hours in the day. I don't, and we don't even have anything to do. No, I I like check off my to-do list. And then by like, you know, when I'm about half done with the to-do list, the day's over. Yeah. It's, I don't, it's crazy. This life, this capitalist society. They're pigs. Fucking pigs. Go see the Joker in theaters now. Oh my God. John already saw it last night. I did too. You saw it already? Yeah. And I'm going to see it again tomorrow because I'm talking about it because for my other podcast. Oh, your Robert De Niro podcast. Uh, I'm probably going to wait till next week to see it. Yeah. I'm seeing Downton Abbey tonight, the movie. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't seen that already. (laughs) Because I don't even like Downton Abbey. Like I watched the first couple seasons, but I have to be in Santa Monica this afternoon and I don't want to drive home during rush hour. So I was just going to drive to Century City and like... Isn't it show playing here? Yeah, but I don't want to drive back home during rush hour. So I was going to wait till rush hour is over. But why has it taken you this long to see it in the first place? I mean, I just think that you would have just gone and seen it. Because I don't don't like Downton Abbey. It's not, it was, it's sort of like the last resort. I didn't want to see the Joker or Joker on a Friday night by myself. You'd so get I was killed. like, I would get I'm killed. I'm sorry, bleep that out. <laughs> I was scared. Where did you see it in Burbank? No, I saw it at the Sunset Five. I'm oh, not Sunset going Five. To Burbank. I'm going to art houses for this one. Mm, Sunset Five is not an art house. It's a, it used to be. Yeah. And it's like be. an art, and I still think of it as one, but it's also like, uh, like a small, yeah. like, I like, I'm, I'm keeping it small. Forever. You're not going to get the riffraff. John went to Burbank and he, to see it and he Balls didn't get killed steel. i know i don't know how I he does know. it brian went to see it at, at fucking universal city Ooh. and i was like you're out of your mind i mean if there's one place in the world that there would be a mass shooter at, the, at joker it would be It'd universal be city well because it's like i get scared going there anyway just like on an yeah. average day do they have metal detectors i don't think so i mean maybe i don't know i don't think so anyone could just walk in the one thing about it that protects you is like you have to park and then walk really far and so i feel like they wouldn't get to the theater with like, cause they're always wearing like body armor yeah. and all this shit. Like, I don't think they'd make it to the fully to the theater. They couldn't uh, even make it out of the parking lot. God, what we do for art. I would die for the Joker. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going to see it at like 1030 in the morning on a Tuesday. Cause I'm so scared. Yeah. I think next time I see it is going to be an earlier screening as well. But Wait, why are you you're seeing it again with Irene? Yeah. Okay. Because I felt bad because I knew Brian wanted to see it and I knew Irene wanted to see it together for the podcast. So And you guys can't go the three of you. <laughs> um, I guess we could have, but I think I would rather not. Okay. Like I would rather just go with Irene and not have it's like it's a different vibe. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh how did Brian I, I mean I do care what you think of it, but Brian is the comic book connoisseur. What did he think? Well, I'm gonna keep my, my oh, opinion right. you, about yeah, yeah. it, but I will tell you Brian's opinion two thumbs down Ooh, i think john gave it two thumbs down as well well my opinion is still top secret all right well uh can't wait to listen to that episode of the experts coming out soon. that's right little plug uh so the joker downton abbey or joker i keep saying the joker but then also the politician the politician was so fucking good guys if you have not subscribed to our patreon by now what uh, are you doing what's wrong with you we watched the whole fucking show already we binged the show in a few days flat we talked about it for over an hour so 
and we're not going to share our uh, opinions of it on the no no it's not your business because no, no, uh, yeah if you don't belong to the patreon it's not your business wow, what we think really, we already really said we liked it though. i mean obviously we fucking <laughs> yeah. loved it i mean it's like it's so good uh, how but, could you not but we want to know what did you guys think did you like it did you hate it did you care about it at all like do you even watch netflix shows yeah you do you care about that? gwyneth paltrow's acting career or do you only care about goop like i i don't know what the audience like because for me it obviously started off as actress acting. to goop but I feel like some people that might listen to this podcast don't even care about her careers. Well, actress. I think she had two careers, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, But there has to be some overlap. Th- well, I, I mean, we both yeah. overlap. Well, we followed her. Did you read that New York? Oh, my God. Did you read the what's his name? Yeah, you sent it to me. I okay. sent it to you. Yeah. So it's a, a, an a editorial, I don't know, an opinion it's like piece. An opi- it's like a... He's like a critic at large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wes- Wesley Morris from The New Yorker. And he, he's the host, the co-host of... Um, Still Processing. Still Processing. Um, and which he wrote... The New Yorker. Uh, the New York, New York Times. Times. Oh, yeah. New York Times. No, this was a New York Times thing I sent you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I misspoke when I said The New Yorker. But uh, so he wrote uh, a lovely essay about how he loves Gwyneth Paltrow as an actress in The New York Times. And everyone should read it. Yeah. And what he's one thing he said about her that he kind of... Kind of felt familiar a lot of things did but when he was like she wasn't really acting so all i could really do was watch her like making chicken with um with like roy Choi or whoever seamus mullen Mullen and john favreau and whatever it's true it's like that was like kind of the only access we had to her yeah through her business and now i mean she did this part obviously because her husband wrote it for her so i but Wesley Morris, I don't know. If I was Gwyneth Paltrow, I would read... If I read that essay about myself, I would be... Um, I would be inspired to continue acting. Because it obviously... Her her craft means a lot to people. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's like... Doesn't read anything about herself anymore. I mean... You I think not? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. most celebrities don't. I guess and so. like, I feel like especially for her, because it's like so overwhelmingly negative, like what would be the point of reading anything? And the interesting point he gets into is that like all this stuff with Harvey Weinstein obviously has come out recently, but she, even though, I don't know, like she was traumatized by him because she was basically the like lure that he used to abuse other actresses who wanted to have her career. He told people, don't you know, don't you want what Gwyneth has? Yeah. So and he was like her, her fucking, or his, she was his like sick prop that he used. And she had no idea, of course, that he was doing no. that. And also she, nothing had really happened. She, I mean. There was she, one encounter where she, you know, got away from him and I guess, you know, Brad nothing. Pitt yeah, Brad Pitt said he was going to kill him. Defended her honor. But that was it. Um, and so she was like, you know, traumatized by that. And, um, he speculates how much the whole Weinstein thing might have had to do with her stepping away from performing. Yeah, we don't know any of this for you a fact, know. but it's, I mean, his like hypothesis and his conclusions sound realistic. Uh, and it may, I mean, it makes sense. Are you going to read the book? Uh, probably, said. probably not. Uh, I, I would like to, but there's so much that I want to read that I'm not going I'm to just read. Like, I mean, I don't know. This might sound really bad. I'm just like so tired of this story. Yeah, it's, it's I hard mean, to read about. It's like, well, it's just like, I feel like it's been pretty well covered. Like, it's all that we've been reading about for the last two years is like this Weinstein stuff and like sexual misconduct in Hollywood among like famous people. And yeah. I'm just like, 
you know, yeah, it's bad and I'm glad that they got exposed or whatever. But this is just like the ba- the story about that story. I'm just like, how much more? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the whole conversation of Me Too needs to like move on. And move on to like non-famous people. people. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's like exhausting, but um, whatever. Uh, yeah. One other thing, Wesley Morris also in the essay talks uh or like contrasts her as a dramatic actress and her as a comedic actress. And yeah. I thought, I don't know. I, li- I just liked him sort of going into the different modes that she can do. Cause most people don't think of her as a very versatile actress, but she really is. And he gets it. Well, I think that she's, um, I feel like what she gives you on screen is a performance, but people just, I think she's just like so natural that people just think that's her and mm-hmm. they, they just are like, I hate her as a human being, but it's like who she is in real life and who she is in front of a camera are not going to be the same thing. So no. like whatever you're seeing is a performance and you should like take that as a performance. Cause that's what it yeah. is. And every, I mean, obviously every public figure is performing sort of at all times when they're well, on camera. The camera so mean. like this week she was also on the Jimmy Kimmel show uh, ostensibly promoting the politician, but really promoting goop because he just had a bunch of goop products and then she would talk about them. And I it mean, was that's like her buzziest thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, again, like we've talked about her performances on these talk shows and she puts on this, um, this character that's not her, I, but it's what people want from her. I don't know. Just like, Oh, like very nonchalant sort of clueless about everything. And, even seeing her on like goop videos, like do you know, making recipes or talking to her ac- acupuncturist or whatever, is such a different persona than she does on these late night talk shows. It's it sort of weirds me out seeing her on Kimmel or Colbert and stuff because I'm like, that's not the Gwyneth I know. I mean, I think that there's like a an idea that if she's not. I think that there's like an aloofness that if you saw in a man talking about his like products on his website you would think as like you would see as an example of him being too important to be concerned with those minute details but because it's a woman people just assume that she's stupid yeah but it's she she presents herself not really aloof on these like i think her natural mode maybe is like aloofness a little bit or just caution because she's a famous person but uh she has like this this flirty friendly energy on Kimmel that I'm like, you don't really want to flirt with Jimmy Kimmel. Well, she brings that to the goop videos. Let's be honest. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. I guess she so. does that. Maybe it's just the audience where I'm like, Oh, you guys don't know. You guys don't care about the minute do- details of, um, like the, you know, rose quartz water bottle and the camel milk and all like he was taking well, stuff that was on the website two, three years ago. I mean, and it's all people who were like so dumb that they're like, Oh, we're in on a joke that she's not in on. It's like, yeah. she's the only one who's making money off this. You fucking. Oh my ass. God. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, watch the politician go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash goop yourself and listen to all of our thoughts on this wonderful, wonderful show. That's right. Uh, any other, I don't think there's really any other Gwyneth news. Um, I don't think no. so. Martin Scorsese slammed oh the Marvel mo- movies this Good morning. For what, people are so thin skinned. Like it's people so can have funny. different opinions about stupid movies and they're not, it's, it's crazy. Well, it's also like, of course, like he's right. And it's like, you're mad because Martin Scorsese doesn't value like the cinematic 
what is it? The what is the what is it? The cinematic value of of a Marvel. Of Marvel? Movie? Yeah, he's like they're like theme parks, and they're he said they're well made. It's just they're like they're, they're not cinema. They're not. They're fun, and they're just like fluff whatever and what else like, is he fine. supposed to say oh my god i really want to direct the next avengers movie like and come then on. people were like he's jealous <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is so funny oh, oh man god. i loved that that was good this Ugh. morning was good on twitter yeah i enjoyed it. yeah it was the one morning this week that like i feel like trump wasn't the main topic on twitter i'm so overwhelmed by the trump story i'm not even thinking about it I've well, I told you guys last week. I started watching cable news again after like two years. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I can't do it for. I and I've I can do Anderson Cooper. He is like very calm, and all the people he has on his show are very calm. So that's sort of what I've been into. What about but like Don Lemon. Yeah, Don is good too. But it, I guess it's more the the MSNBC people that I can't deal with at night. Yeah, I watch CNN. Well, I don't really watch it, but I if I'm watching it, I watch CNN. Yeah, and you can get like like literally you watch it for ten minutes and. You get all the headlines and then what well, they just they, repeat themselves yeah. over and over and then again. And then these stupid, stupid panels with these like geriatric months. Watergate assistants who were like oh law students God. at the time. And now they're like in their 90s and they're just I mean, it's it's just crazy. I feel like it's the same part of like nostalgia. Yeah, it's like baby boomer nostalgia. Yeah. It's our nostalgia. It's like we want that, too. I mean, it's everybody. It's like there's a slight there's a comfort to thinking like, oh, this is just like when Nixon got impeached. It's not. No, it's different. But we'd rather just like have like, you know, Bob Woodward out there fucking Ugh. spinning his yarns. It's I mean, yeah, it's like it's human nature to have to compare every modern moment to a historical and moment. I also do think there's value in like looking to your elders and like people who were people. Pe- there are people who are older and wiser than us who have experienced more things. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't discount people because they're older. They're of course not. Yeah. Uh. No, let's not talk about politics anymore because I can get into it for a long time. Okay, I so, couldn't. I'm I'm above it right oh, now. I'm, good I'm on for cloud you. nine. I think I'm just like so doped up on fucking Advil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move on to a Goop newsletter for the week of October, whatever it is. Perfect. Uh, what was your best of the week? My best. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay. I had two. Well, one I don't really think came from this week, but it was just like we got a special email that was Gwyneth's red carpet look for the politician. Oh. And she was wearing this like delicious <laughs> emerald dress and she was wearing all these emeralds. It was all green and she just looked incredible and so beautiful. And it was from Goop. It was from her own line. Does she she only wears g-label on most well not only well, but most red carpet that, stuff i don't know what that vintage dress was she wore at the emmys but that wasn't hers that oh that's was true like a real dress i mean not that her dresses aren't real dresses uh, and then i also col- selected oh the shen sculpt and lift tool okay so they had an interview with like some woman and she had this thing that you like scrape all over your face with your moisturizer and it like gets it into your skin better oh was that the the lady that owned the store yeah in brooklyn yeah 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 that is gonna show up later on my newsletter oh really well i wanted that thing that you glide all over your face and it's like an exfoliator what does it do it just it like helps you muscles no it like helps you like rub the the lotion in your skin deeper does it work i don't know just for fun probably i want it though it's fifty dollars well, yeah, apparently, like, 
80% of the lotion you smear on your face doesn't even get in your pores. Something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me on those numbers. But I mean, I don't know what happens with the lotion. You, I don't know what, I don't know how it works. I just mm-hmm. know you have to put it on your face. Yeah. Uh, but I want it in there deeper and I demand Botox. I almost bought a Botox group on this week. Guess how much, how much it was? For a group on. $500? It was 150 bucks. Oh, really? But then I was like, is that... How many squirts do you get for you 150 get like two, I think it was like either 20 or 200 I don't remember. Not squirts, but like... I don't know because I don't know enough about it to know what it is. It was like you get like 20 units or 200 units, probably a small amount. And it was $150? Where was this clinic? I don't know. But I was just like, I don't know. That seems like (laughs) that might be a bad idea. I just picture like Catherine O'Hara in um, For Your Consideration. Well, it can't make, well, Botox can't make you look too bad i think well yeah it can make you smile weird it make it can make you look weird temporarily but it it goes away yeah so you know what i think you should do it i mean look here's one yeah 20 units of botox it's for 169 dollars this one is for 159 dollars 169 again i mean it seems like that's the going rate is like, a oh, it looks scary. I just saw a picture. Um, yeah, like about 160 bucks for 20 units. Yeah. I don't know how often you have to keep going back to get more units, but. I think it's like every six months or so. That doesn't sound that bad. It's really. not that bad. You just have to go to a different clinic every time so you can use the Groupon for, because it's like first time customers only. I don't know. That's how they get you. Yeah. I'm going to be driving all over the fucking city. I can't wait to see your face after this Botox. You think I should do it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted. I'm not going to do it. God knows. Why not? Because it, it, it's too scary for me. And I'm a, I'm a man, so I can age gracefully with my, my crow's feet. Sad. <laughs> I've resigned myself to my salt and pepper hair. So You should. Because I did the ju- hair is lovely. I did just for men once, and I was like, it was fine, but I didn't want to go the route of like, you know, the definite middle-aged man who has like jet black hair yeah it is a specific epidemic in the gay community i think well just you just you just have to like go to a real colorist and get you know have it get it well. yeah yeah but you know what I mean, women do it all the time it's not that big of a deal it's just very expensive yeah i mean my hair is out of a box but yeah you know. uh but yeah no i think i'm fine i am working on myself internally and that helps me make peace with my external appearance. I watched Requiem for a Dream last night. Why? Um, it was just on my mind. Whoa. <laughs> I can't exp- I just, I think it's because like I had this like Ellen Burstein um, book right here. Oh yeah. Or Burstein. I guess. I keep thinking that's, a, that's Hillary. It looks. It's not Hillary. Like from at first glance, you just see like the, the schlock She's of blonde hair. hotter than Hillary. Look at that face. Uh, yeah, no, she's, I mean, they're both beautiful They're both beautiful women, women but one's a movie star. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, one's a politician. Um, but the last time I saw it, I, you know, obviously related to... Her? Jennifer Connelly. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. This time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, big time. I was like, 
that's me i mean right down to like i had forgotten like when she's like before she starts taking the pills there's like this whole part where she's like trying to dye her hair red do you remember this yes with her friend and they keep going over it and over <sighs> it and they can't get it right and i was like that's been me on this like blonde journey like I, it was i and she's just like sitting around watching tv eating and she like loves food i'm just like oh my god <laughs> like i that is the one that i fucking relate to and then she starts taking the pills to lose weight right they're yeah. like they're like speed pills wait is it billy crudup or joaquin phoenix is the son i always get those jared leto jared leto some, some I, 90s I, brunette I, yeah i was thinking i wish this had been joaquin phoenix i mean really jared was good in it he's i would have rather had joaquin or billy rather than jared he was good in it I forgot that that was Jared. Look, God, he—he's very cute in it. it yeah, was when, he was really hot. He's—he was—he's a very delicately now featured he's a beast. He's creepy I just looking. Hated him. Well, it's like it's funny how how things change. He literally like won an Oscar for playing a trans woman, yeah. and then immediately was like canceled because of it. But did he get canceled? No, like of it? not he, him, but like that was, character like, got canceled. It was like just before that was cancelable. It was like right when yeah. it was like still like good. But like people think that movie's like a joke now, especially his like performance in it. And he literally won an Oscar f- yeah. for playing this woman like less than ten years ago. Oh yeah, it was not long ago at all. And it's like now that movie is like an embarrassment. Yeah. And everything he does is an embarrassment. Yeah, he hasn't well, yeah. He was the Joker. He was the Joker just like last year. He was that Joker is canceled. His Joker is my one of my favorite things I've ever I wanna seen. See, I sort of want to see that Joker before I see this new Joker. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen that Joker? No. Oh, you have. I saw that in the theaters like three times. <laughs> it was like amazing Suicide Squad. Because they're doing... Uh, Margot is doing a, her own Birds one. Birds of Prey. Right? Yeah. Which also, I like that character. Everybody else like wanted to cancel her and mm. hated her. I mean, the movie is absolutely <laughs> Yeah, garbage. you've it's told like, me about this movie before. It's, it's so like, amazing. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters. And I definitely saw it like... The first time I saw it, I had to because I was babysitting. And then I was like, Brian, you have to see this movie. And then I think I saw it two more times because <laughs> oh it was so insane. Um, but yeah, his Joker is definitely the worst one that's ever been. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, well, yeah. If, if that movie pops up on HBO or something, maybe I'll check it out. Definitely. And, and I do want to see The Birds of Prey because I do like Margot Robbie a lot. I love her. Yeah. Um. So my best was, uh, I know that I talk shit about Goop's travel guide just a few short weeks ago, but they came out with this whole, this just massive, detailed, um, encyclopedic, novelistic Hawaii guide. Oh, you read that? Yeah. It, I mean, let's say it's like 10% best for Goop, 90% best of just Hawaii in general. Fair. And I know I was feeling nostalgic about living in New York last week. This week, I, what's, I don't know what the definition, what's like more than nostalgia, just like pining for something. I was like, I need to go back to Hawaii. Longing. Longing. Melancholy. Yes. Depression. Depression. Suicide (laughs) ideation. Because I cannot afford to go to Hawaii right now. And I was like, like John was like, I think I have a lot of credit card points. I was like, look at (laughs) Maybe you could use those credit card points to go to Hawaii. And cost, my my sister and her husband just went to Hawaii on like a Costco plan. Really? Brian just got a raise. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Maybe he'll take me to Hawaii. Oh, God. Tag, look, can we tag along? I'll be your personal assistant. I think he's going to spend it all on toys and games. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see a red cent of it. But like, uh, so Goop has, they have their own guide about each island. So there's Big Island, Oahu, Maui, Kauai. There was a whole essay on Lanai. 
um, which is like the little island off of Maui that was owned by the Dole Pineapple Company until 10 years ago and now owned by Larry Ellison. But he's like adding, th- like he's adding like a new Four Seasons or something. Oh I have no God. idea. Oh my God. And I, you know, I was just there. God, it's only been, well, I guess two and a half years. It was literally when Trump got inaugurated was when I went there because it was um, my honeymoon to Maui. Aww. And it, I mean, just l- reading about all the, the restaurants and the hotels that I like went to, it was, it was just a lot of nostalgia for a wonderful trip that I have. And then just a wonderful group of islands that the world doesn't appreciate. I mean, Hawaii, it's, it is such a like basic bitch thing to be like, Oh, I love Hawaii, but it truly is amazing. Like you can't, it's great. So it's like, I, yeah, I don't care if it's basic. I don't, I don't even fucking want to go to like far off exotic places. I just want to go to a beach all you need is a beach yeah and a fucking mai tai oh my god and it's beautiful and it is like tropical and exotic it's and tropical it's and you know what it's american <laughs> kidding. i mean it is american <laughs> well it makes it easier to get there yeah 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 uh well now we're gonna have to do you either have to take your passport or you have to get one of those real ids or something to travel to go to hawaii yeah to go anywhere to get on a plane starting next year if you have a passport, it's fine. But if you don't, you have to like go to the DMV and get like a new driver. It's like oh, a, I got that it's like a terrorist already. thing or something. I don't know. I already got that one though oh, okay. because when I got my new driver's license, I had to get it like two years ago and they were already start, like, oh. starting the process of rolling it out. But I also have a passport. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think I'm fine. Uh, ooh, thank you. I guess I think my passport actually probably expires pretty soon. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Uh, I never know where my passport is. It, my identity, I'm sure, has been stolen. Oh, I know exactly where mine is at all times. It's in a very specific box that I also keep um, extra cash and drug paraphernalia in. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You've got a yeah. dirty little secret. It's not. I mean, it's clear exactly. Like, it's not hidden. So okay. I'm fucked if someone finds it. Well, um, I won't look. Yeah. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was the collection of chicken recipes. Oh. Not because I thought they were bad, but just because there are, I love chicken. Chicken is my favorite meat. <laughs> I know that's a very Hey, Hawaii is my favorite island. Chicken's your favorite meat. You know, right. we can't all be uh, originals in this that's world. That's right. Um, but I'm not eating meat. And Allison Roman just came out with a new chicken that she's like, this is like the chicken. The like chicken. The stew. Yeah. And it's like covered in olives. Oh, wait, something. can I take a quick diversion? Please. I, I, you know how like I made the stew a lot last winter. Yes. I tried to make it again last week, and I fucked it up so bad. I didn't realize the coconut milk I had was like sweetened coconut milk for pina coladas. Oh no! <laughs> and I put it in, and I was like, oh, I can save this, and I kept adding more salt and more lemon juice, and then eventually I just had to throw it away. Because I would think that just leaving it sweet would probably be the best thing. It was, but was it was it so sweet? sweet. It was because I was like, oh, it's not that, sweet, but it's sickly sweet because it's oh, literally, it was literally pina colada mix that I put in the. Oh, it was pina colada. I mean, it was mix. called like crema de coke. It was like the, it looked like because it was a can, but then in the fine print it was all in spanish i didn't buy the normal brand that i buy it was like four pina coladas it too bad because that sounds good it was uh, you would think but no it was, i mean just like if you had used it oh yeah if i had coladas. used it properly uh, that's true i know <laughs> I, I screwed myself out of a whole batch of the stew and like a whole uh pitcher full of pina coladas oh my God, i want a pina colada now so bad now that we're talking about these like tropical getaways and pina coladas oh i know 
It's always summertime. Guys, please join our Patreon. We want to go to Hawaii. We need pina coladas. We need to go to Hawaii. Like, we want stuff. Um, But sorry, go back to the Alice Oh, yeah. So the Alice and Roman one is like, I don't know. It's like a roasted sheet pan chicken. And she covers it with olives and like makes a sauce in the pan. And it looks great. And then there are these roasted chickens. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, can I recreate this with tofu? Can you just do like once a month do a chicken or like something like a? I could. I just like, I don't, it's like, I don't know. My heart's not in it. Mm -hmm. I get it. But it's like, there's so many good recipes for meat and meat is just so much better than not meat. Yeah. But it's just like not where I am right now. No, I get it. I've like completely stopped eating red meat, um, which I wasn't eating much before. But then, oh, I also had to, I went to the doctor again this week and my cholesterol's back skyrocketed. Oh no. So he's giving me six months and then I have to go on a statin if I don't, if I don't um, improve. Cause he was like, do you have any family of heart disease? And I told them that my grandpa first had a heart attack when he was like 52 and my dad was on a statin since his thirties. And so he's like, you got six months, buddy. All right. So, I mean, well, the statin isn't. But the only people who are anti-statin are like uh, Dr. Gundry and stuff. Yeah, I don't even know why I don't want to go on a statin. Because I was like, it's what are the side effects? Yeah, shit. yeah. Because he said the only side effect is like sometimes you can have muscle pain, but there's not really any side effects. So maybe I should. And, he, and then he was like, yeah, and once you go on the statin, you can basically eat whatever you want. Well. <laughs> so maybe it's not a bad idea. Well, what if you went on the statin and didn't eat whatever? And Yeah, like- and then had six months and then see where I'm at. Uh, but I also, because of environmental reasons, I want to like really, really limit my meat and dairy, dairy especially, because I don't eat that much meat, but dairy I eat constantly. Yeah. And that's the, f- that's probably what's both ruining the environment and ruining my cholesterol. The dairy is hard. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, I'm just not eating meat and I'm just like the dairy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't think I go ape on the dairy. I just have like. I would eat it with every meal. Like at least a slice of cheese or some yogurt or something. And that's not good. I don't know if I have it with every meal, but I definitely have it a lot. But it's like not a lot. But it's also how much of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. A slice of cheese isn't so bad. It's like if you're having a little bit for like flavor to like cut the spiciness of something or whatever. But to make it your, like the main event of every meal is probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, too many chicken. Got uh, Alison Roman, do a roasted tofurkey. You could do a tofurkey with... Alison Roman's recipes? Yeah, right? It would I be mean, disgusting. Like, but I don't understand why like all of these publications are just continuing to make these huge... I mean, at least the chicken isn't like a big deal. Like chicken is probably environmentally like... It's not one of the... It's not one of like the main concerns. I think that we should all no. be cutting back on all of this stuff. Yeah, well, we should all stop eating beef like pretty much completely. Like, yeah. That's... It's, I it think it blows my mind that we didn't all just like become vegan when that thing came out like six months or a year ago that was like the world needs to be vegan or we're going to die or the world's going to end and nothing no, changed. Nothing really changed. And then it's getting worse and worse and still nothing is changing. And the people that are keeping it in our faces and our feeds all the time are like are my favorite publications like Bon Appetit and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Bon Appetit should really say like we're either only doing like one beef recipe a year for like Christmas or just no, no more beef. I it's mean, like how hard is that? Yeah, I don't know. And it's like food they people be are all just woke. so. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they're always like posting like 
all of these like woke memes about like whatever. And it's like, good. I'm Wait, happy. Bon Appetit is posting woke memes. I mean, they will post like, I don't know, like they'll post like solidarity memes with okay. like certain like political, like major political events that happen or whatever. And it's good. And I agree with it. But there's a there's a a actionable thing that they could be doing, which is to be not fetishizing mm-hmm. beef all the fucking time. Especially when the left's leading politician just had a heart attack. He didn't have a heart attack. What do you call having bad chest pains, having to go to the hospital and getting stints in? If it was a heart attack, they would have said it was a heart attack. Bernie is fine. We'll see. (laughs) He didn't have a heart attack. The moral of the story is stop eating red meat, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Is Elizabeth Warren vegan? No, none of them are vegan. Well, Cory Booker's vegan. Cory Booker. Uh, What about about, uh, Castro? I don't think so. I think Booker is the... Yeah, the only vegan because even Marianne's not vegan. Tulsi, yeah. Tulsi probably on like an all Tulsi's all carnivore vegan. like Tulsi's, Jordan Peterson. She's type, probably like, doing like the four hour body. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tulsi's definitely keto. She's got to be keto. Yeah. She's got keto vibes. Yeah. Uh, now Warren is probably like Mediterranean diet, like sensible breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Bi- Biden is like straight up steak and string martinis. Cheese. String cheese. <laughs> He just he's strange. <laughs> and Bernie, unfortunately, was hitting the deli too hard. I mean, that you must have been yeah. pastrami, yeah. pastrami on rye, Bernie. <laughs> no, get oh, get well soon, Bernie. I love you too. Um. Uh. So my worst was Jennifer fucking Freed is now a sex therapist. That was okay. This was my saddest. Oh my god! Yeah. Like it's called an astrological roadmap to sex by our favorite astrological psychologist turn family psychologist turn child psychologist now turn sex psychologist makes me sick it's like get the a job picture <laughs> oh yeah the picture oh my god it's like these two oh, which i actually think we may have seen before but it's like two figures face to face mouths wide open coming i mean let's be honest about it here <laughs> Yeah, there's it's no other word for it. Face and it's dis- and then they have like the universe in their whole like bodies. It's oh. truly revolting. And one of them is obviously that's what Neil deGrasse see, Tyson jacks off to. You can see like his like beard hair a little bit, and it's like look at the little chin of the guy. Yeah, it's, it's like revolting. Yeah, I didn't even notice the stubble. Ew. I just think like the stubble. I don't know. I just find it very disgusting. But this isn't why it was my side. No. One. Well, okay. So first, this whole thing is just an advertisement. They're doing an in-goop health in San Francisco, which I'm like, oh, you know, Jen Gunter. That's a local one for Jen Gunter. Oh, they're coming for her. Why yeah. else would they go to San Francisco? Yeah, They've they, never been before. No, they want her to like go and make a scene. They want her money because she <laughs> she pays full price yeah. for the tickets to like take a picture and tweet about it. Uh, so she's going to be there. Jennifer Freed is... Uh, is doing a talk. God knows what she's talking about she's because she anything. switches careers every month. God bless her. Um, and then she writes this essay called Sexual Wisdom uh, that I don't want to get into it, but it's just about how this, like your zoolog- or your zoological, your, your <laughs> astrological sign determines like your sexual prowess. I don't really know. Um, and that, I mean, it's some good things like about how, you know, we all have some trauma, so we need to try to make sex uh, not about trauma, not really, about humiliation. That's why it was so sad because it was like just coming from this place that like you are traumatized and sad and like our sexual decision making, she says, 
to quote, our sexual decision making has more to do with unfulfilled and unconscious forces inside our emotional being that we have not yet learned to nourish or heal. There is no part of our sexual journey that benefits from humiliation. When we stop blaming or shaming ourselves, we can begin to we can begin to be deeply curious about which parts of ourselves are running the show. And it's like every wounded part of our sexual psyche is waiting to be reintegrated into a loving whole and healed by understanding and compassion. Like it's just like assuming that everybody is like completely broken and fucked up and like depressed and like that everyone's sex life is like the most dark, sad, scary. Well, I think anyone who's going to buy her book or read her essay is probably grasping at straws here and probably is extremely traumatized. I just clicked on it. They they emailed this to me. I was like, what is this? Uh, I know. God. What was your oh, action yeah. step? So then, yeah, then she goes through all the different zool. God, why do I keep saying zoological? Astrological. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's Z for Zodiac. I think it's getting in my head. Uh, so yeah, they go through all the Zodiac signs and they give you a little piece of sexual advice. So I am Capricorn and um, let's see, it says Capricorn, the sea goat. Luxuriating in the carnal aspects of incarnation, we approach sex as testimony to nature itself. We honor boundaries that enable us to climb the highest mountains together. And then there's an action step. Believe that others love you exactly as you are without any further accomplishments. Well, I mean, you're not getting any further accomplishments. Realize that your earthiness is your magnetism. Okay. Talk about times when you laughed until you peed. Ew, Jennifer. That's weird. And I also, that is, I think, honestly, like, that's a thing that women do. Like, I don't think men Fuck off. laugh until that's, they pee. Go fuck yourself. Uh, it's just different urethras. That's a thing that women do? <laughs> different urethras. Okay. Increase your willingness to enjoy the ride without any big goals. So it's just like be less ambitious. Well, oh my God. Okay, here's mine. Aquarius, the water bearer. Originality sparks us to be intuitive and tuned into the present, generous moment of love making and to uplift the vibration of sex to one of liberation and actualization. I don't really know what that means. No. Action steps. Word salad. Yeah. Share tales of when you were so mes. This sounds like it's yours. Share tales of when you were so mesmerized. By a connection that you had no need to fix or improve the situation. Discuss times when you opened to a greater energy that felt absolutely gentle and soothing to your body and mind. Never. Build your capacity to see people and the world as inherently whole whole, just the way they exist. Mine's like the opposite of yours. Yeah. I don't even get what yours has to do with sex. Mine is like, I well... I don't think it has anything to do with sex. I think mine has to do with like how I like how you like deal with your partner. Oh, okay. Well, mine is like build a capacity to see people and the world as inherently whole. Just so it's like, stop trying to like fix the other person. Yeah. And, and my, yours is like be accepted. Just accept what they Yeah. Like, accept, like have people accept you. Have me, me. I don't know. It's, it's probably all just like confusing. one or the other. Everyone got one or the other of those. I'm sure yeah. it's like a grab bag. Because, like, what else could you really say? I don't know. There's no way I'm reading all 12 of these. <laughs> no, not reading any more of it at all. Uh, yeah, I don't want to know what these other fucking signs. Me neither. I don't do. care. Ugh, God, Jennifer. I don't know what Brian's is. I want to read his, but I don't know what his sign is. What birth- What's his birthday? November 14th. So he is a Scorpio. Okay. Um, his is probably, like, oh, God, what is it? Like, <laughs> stop talking about Star Wars all the time. It really is. A- <laughs> John is a cancer and it's just like you're very giving and 
no need to improve. You're perfect. Really? <laughs> Pretty much. Cancers are like the nicest sign. No, they're not. My brother's a cancer. And he's not. But cancers are like emotional sensitive. Scorpios are dark and kinky. <laughs> Capricorns are like ambitious and vanilla. And then Aquariuses are like crazy and fun. <laughs> Aquarius is like, I like being an Aquarius. Yeah. Aquarius is just like. Most of my of, good friends are Aquarius. I like yeah. get along with Aquariuses. Because we're kind of just like, whatever. Yeah. Um, Brian says, transformation inspires us to have intimate liaisons that d- deepen our emotional authenticity and help us embrace our shadow side with grace, acceptance, mm, and stability. That does sound like Brian, actually. Dwell upon the positive energies all around you make a pact to go deeper into what makes life so rich and amazing discuss the times when you felt most powerful and revealed what does that mean Uh, notice and reaffirm that your secret power is fearlessness he does have fearlessness too i mean like he'll he's he makes prank calls and stuff i know god i don't know how he does that either all right uh so that was my worst, your craziest. What, no, it was my saddest. No, your saddest. But same thing. So what was your worst? Wait, you already went to your worst. My worst, yeah, it was the chicken. The chicken, right. So I'll go to my saddest, which was that poor lady in Brooklyn that owns that shop and now Goop stole all their business. No, that was my best. What no, okay. So this, this lady, Jessica Richards, she owned a shop called Shen in Brooklyn that basically they've been stocking... Uh, Vintner's daughter, Blue Cocoon, Tata Harper for years, and it's like, and now Goop is doing an interview with her. As it's sort of like if Jeff Bezos went to like a mom and pop bookshop and was like, "Oh my God, how inspiring! Like that you guys started this thing that we fuck like fucked you over." It's like the plot of You've Got Mail. It is the plot of You've Got Mail, (laughs) Uh, and so now Goop is just rubbing salt in the wound of like the poor people that they've they've demolished. Well, is she going out of business? I don't know. Okay. Maybe not. Who knows? It seems like they're giving her, ad- they're advertising her store. And I guess. Her- but if you were like, if you're like an author, you're going to go on Amazon. I guess that's not the, quite the analogy, but I, I feel like Goop is throwing their weight around and this mm-hmm. woman did it all before Goop. Wow. And Nightmare. when I lived in Brooklyn, I had no idea about this place. I was probably not in the right tax bracket. And I didn't even know about Vintner's daughter when I lived in Brooklyn. Can you imagine not I mean, knowing about Vintner's daughter? Vintner's daughter? It's like, were you even alive? Life doesn't start until after you know about <laughs> I Vintner's still have daughter. never bought one because it's so expensive. Well, I feel like as long as you've tried it. I have tried it. Sample. Every time I see store, a free sample. That's fair. Yeah. So I just am like, oh, Jessica. Jessica Richards is the true pioneer. And I guess it's good that Goop is 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 sharing her story, but... I mean, man, you watch, watch this space in a year or two. It'll be like Goop at Shen, and then it'll just be Goop Brooklyn, and, and I'll be Goop, and it'll just be Goop. The whole world will just be Goop. F- fucking Goop. Wow, I hope so. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Could be worse. I mean, it probably will be worse, frankly. <sighs> yeah. Uh, what would you try? Wow, we're all really getting through this list. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, finding my own past lives with the past life. Person. Me too. I want, really? I yeah. want to know what my past lives are. I want to read that book that was like. Yeah. So this woman, uh, she, her name is Caitlin Marino and she is a medium and Reiki teacher. And this was a, a four year enjoyment article, which I wow. love. Yeah. They should have more of them. 
but she wrote a book uh, called How to Read the Akashic Records. Yeah. Oh, no, she didn't write this. This is by another woman yeah, named Linda Howe. She recommended it. And Akashic Records are like what the sub, your subconscious that you go back to to like find out about your past lives. Yes. It sounds great. And because it says you can learn about your current life and what choices you should make or what path you should take by understanding your past lives. Yeah. And that makes sounds sense to me. That sounds like sound science. I don't it know. sounds like it's for my enjoyment. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it sounds rigorously tested to me. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like, why wouldn't you know more about your past life? But know about your present life if you learn about your past life. I mean, if you want to know where you're going, you have to know where you've been. That's true. I love her. Like, her, this interview actually seemed very Marianne-ish in, like, her deflecting the real questions. Because, like, they were asking some hard-hitting questions about how can you trust that the information you receive about past lives is more than a fantasy? And she doesn't quite answer the question. She She's just like, says, you just have to like, no. Yeah. I always set a clear intention and I ask for divine guidance before I start the reading. And once that is complete, it is about getting out of your own way. The ego will want to censor or edit information that comes through. But I've learned over the years that the details that don't make any sense to me are those that impact my clients most profoundly. So the less sense it makes, the more truth it holds. Perfect. For your enjoyment. I loved it. She also is very against past life regressions, which is not her type of past life is she does the akashic records i don't really understand the difference i love when these people have like weird like philosophical differences within their industry <laughs> it's fun yeah i mean you gotta like every industry is like such a small world you're always like people that don't understand the difference between like long form improv and short form improv and if are you, the lucky ones yeah they're yeah. very yeah so let's just stop that thought because <laughs> yeah. i was gonna explain <laughs> the difference and then no 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 uh but yeah every world is Annoying. Insular and yeah. annoying. What? Oh, wow. That was both of our tries. All right. Yeah. Well, we're moving on. What would you buy? I'd buy the Bombyard Beauty Romantic Call Body Oil. Mm. It was like 80 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be able to afford it if I have to go get spend $160 on Botox. That's but true. For, it's like for the half the price of one Botox session, I could have body oil that would last me for a year. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on your priorities i guess it's a complicated world complicated world and this body oil wait have you talked about this body oil i've talked about i've been talking about body Body, oil a lot my aunt texted me she listens and she was like telling me about like cheap body lotions that she thinks are good and she like also uses nice stuff and she was like but here's some cheap Ooh, i mean that's what ants are for i guess that's right she's like keeps telling me so it's like I have these racks that I should be getting that are like Aveeno and stuff, mm. which I do like that brand. So I like I, Aveeno, fine, yeah. Yeah, me too. So it's like, I'm going to get, I'm going to invest. I actually have been just using um, like this like Suave that we have left over. Suave is thing. the lowest of the low. I know, but I don't, I don't want to use like, fancy perfumed lotion every night and i feel like the i just want like medicated like lotion you know what i mean i don't yeah, want yeah. anything a uh, eucerin is good is yeah eucerin is like but it's it doesn't have it's like unscented so it doesn't have fun that's fine scents, yeah that's totally fine that's that's my body lotion brand is eucerin i started buying it when i i had pre- not bad bad psoriasis but i had like a psoriasis outbreak about 10 years ago and my doctor, my dermatologist at the time recommended Eucerin. And since then, I've like, that's what I've always used. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would never buy this for myself, but this was like Brian's old lotion. So whatever. And he doesn't use it anymore. So. Old 
jack off lotion no it's from when he was he was sick for a while oh, God, and like right. he was on and i don't know i don't talk about it on the show really but yeah, yeah. when he was sick he used it got it um but now i use it <laughs> it's really old it's probably like garb we probably like to throw it out does lotion expire i mean it has to at some point i guess i don't know or it probably just like separates and like turns weird well it hasn't separated i mean it's probably just like 100 percent chemical that's whatever. true but uh, it's fine. Um, all right. Well, Suave or $80 body oil. Whatever. It's dealer's choice. That's right. <laughs> so the thing I would buy, and I actually already bought it this morning on Amazon, was from your chicken article that you My didn't like. Article. So they have one of the four chickens that they talk about is a Peruvian style roast chicken. And this is also in my I Miss New York um, category. One of the great like New York takeout things that you can get pretty much anywhere is Peruvian roast chicken. Oh my God. And is that what Nando's is? I don't know. There's maybe there's one place I know in LA that does it. That's in Koreatown, but it's like far, like I'm just never going to go there to, to just get the, the Peruvian roast chicken. It's, it's a, it's like a schlackered, lacquered, um, sort of just crispy, a little sweet, so good. And it comes with like the cilantro green mm, sauce, like spicy green so sauce. Good. It's so good. So they had a, they had a recipe chicken. for it. And it's, pr- I mean, it's pretty complicated, honestly, for a roast chicken recipe because you're supposed to marinate it overnight. It takes like a whole day to oh make. Oh my God. Uh, but the only weird ingredient that they have is something called aji panca paste, which I guess is the the type of chilies that they use in Peru. Uh so I went on Amazon and I, I bought some ahi panka paste so I can make this Peruvian style roast chicken. Mm, maybe I'll put, but get that and put that on tofu. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah, slathered on tofu. I can't. I mean, they'll kill you in Peru, but not up here, Peru. you're not in Peru. <laughs> not yeah, and you put, you do, a, you, do a, you do the green sauce, but you just use veganaise. Um, Which I have tons of. Yes, yeah, so you just make a vegan Peruvian roast chicken. Yeah. God, then you should appropriate it gentrify it start a vegan peruvian roast chicken place in silver lake and get canceled make a ton I mean, of money and then get canceled at least then i'll have done something yeah <laughs> it's better than being a nobody. The white peruvian roast chicken lady yeah the canceled vegan peruvian chicken lady <laughs> oh that sounds like a i dream. love it i love it for myself oh my god now i want to write about this lady i want to oh god it's me. It's you, but it's, <laughs> but a, it's, it's a fictional character. Yeah, yeah. Getting canceled <laughs> for making chicken. That's fine. Uh, but I'm just going to make the real stuff and not... From goop, from by the goop. way. Yeah, the exactly. least. So you're, you're the most authentic person. <laughs> Muy authentico. El grupo. <laughs> oh my God, you're so canceled. <laughs> uh, can't wait. Well, I'm getting the Ahipanka in the mail. Amazon Prime, baby, one day. Nice. Uh, late stage it. capitalism. That's right. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck Prime. Fuck Amazon. Yeah, I also got some turmeric. Well, I have supplements. <laughs> so supplements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not tr- wait. What the fuck? I ordered some supplements. You know what's some supplement. good? Have you ever used the turmeric uh, ghee from Trader Joe's? No, I need it's to. Delightful. That does sound good. And it's just like. It's really, it's just because it's like all mixed in there and it just sort of like takes a step out of it. It's really good for making like rice pilaf or something. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yum. I'll have to get that. Highly recommend. Except I don't know if that's on my high cholesterol 
approved ghee? oils well i don't know it's butter I'm, yeah. I'm in a fantasy world where i think ghee is like health food and you can drink it because i read so much of this fucking yeah i mean I most know. people are except for my doctor which is good yeah which is good because he's like you should go on a low-fat diet and i was like you're like that, that's <gasps> low fat anathema what are you for, talking about for cholesterol yeah. um anyway uh well i'll invite you oh no but you're not eating chicken well if i'll invite you, you it, I'll yeah, okay it. cool if i get invited to someone's house i'll eat whatever yeah, yeah. Me. i'm like a monk Oh, yeah. They just eat what you give them. That sounds... Oh, God. We should join them. I should join a monastery. Just give it all up. Oh, my God. It's at least a warm bed to sleep in at night. You have a... <laughs> I have a you have an office. Know, you have a red room and an office. That's more than I have. All I have is a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What an episode. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, as we plugged earlier, go on our Patreon. Yes. And if not, if you don't have the five bucks a month, because I sure as hell don't have the five bucks a month, uh, just go to Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't, if you're a new listener, haven't rated us, rate us five stars, write a nice review. It helps people find the show. Um, go to our Teespring store. Merch. Um, follow us on Instagram. It's Engage. fun. Engage. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. If you DM on DM us on Instagram, we will DM we you back. We will DM you back. Yeah, we love it. We love oh, the people, yeah. our, our regular DMers. We love you guys They're too. Our friends. Yeah, they are our friends. They're literally our, like, our only friends. friends. Yeah. Uh, and oh yeah, and we'll have a little teaser out later this week of our politician uh, Patreon episode, so you can hear a few minutes of it. But to hear the whole thing, gotta shout gotta out the bucks, baby. So, so do that, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.